everyone, and welcome back to my Sprinkle Faith podcast. I'm your host, Lizzie, and today I want to talk to you guys about something that is really special to me, and that is my book. My book is a Christian book, and that's why I'm talking about it specifically on this podcast, because, you know, I have another podcast. It's a personal podcast, and I have that one as well because as much as, you know, in majority of the things that I talk about, I do talk about it from a Christian perspective, and I bring up, you know, God's God and not God's God and um, and Christianity and stuff into those podcasts, but they're not all specifically faith-based. They're not, well, they're faith-based because I am. I'm a Christian, but they're not tailored towards just Christians or anything. Well, this one isn't, it's not tailored to just Christians. I want people who aren't Christian to listen to it, but it is specifically focused on Christian topics. Where the other might not be a Christian topic, but I'll bring Christianity into it. This one is a Christian topic, but anyone can still listen to it, obviously. I hope other people listen to it. Um, But... Yeah, so my book, it's a Christian book, and I don't know about you guys, um, I'm personally 17, almost 18, and I love to read. I especially love to read contemporary, contemporary YA, coming-of-age type books. I do like fantasy and all that stuff, but not nearly as much as I like just, you know, the stereotypical high school story not no not stereotypical but like just the plain old it's a high school story coming of age contemporary YA that kind of thing um contemporary if you don't know is just the here and now so it's a it's a pretty um it takes place in the present and it's not like you know world war Two book or something it's now 21st century that kind of thing um, YA is young adult, so more tailored towards high school, college age students. And I like the coming of, you know, just that whole, like, you know, it takes place in high school slash college type age range. Um, and as when I was starting to come to Christ, I wanted, I really wanted to focus on my relationship with him. So I was looking for things like Christian ones. Christian books that were like that. And I didn't really find any. I mean, I don't know about you. There's definitely some YA Christian books, but most of them were contemporary, which I I do like to read historical fiction, but I love contemporary. And so I was really looking for, I mean, I felt like a lot of them took place in like the Wild West times or like, um, Back when, like, the Revolutionary War era type stuff and that kind of thing. And that's just not what I'm into. I do like it sometimes, and I've definitely read some that are really good. But what I really love to read is the contemporary. So I was looking for books like that, and I did not find any. Um, now, look, now I have found one that I was really good. It wasn't extremely, like, fit, like... The girl's a, the the author is a Christian. She has a great Christian platform, and she definitely you can see her faith working in the book. But it's not specifically like 
that aim, if that makes sense. Um, it's a great book. I recommend you guys read it. It's called April Showers. It's by Brianna Swan. So I definitely recommend you guys read it. I loved the book. It's definitely one of my top favorites. But that's about the only one I could really find. And it was it still wasn't exactly what I was looking for. So I love to write. And so when I was looking at Barnes & Noble, I was like, hmm. You know, I've always heard, like, if you... If you're looking for something and you, well, okay, that's not how it gets put. It gets put, what can you bring to the table? What is something that you can bring that, you know, is going to fill, not a hole, but a need. It's going to fill a need for other people. And, you know, since I have that need and I wish someone would write those books, I bet there's other girls wishing that those books would be written too. So I decided to write them. Again, like I said, there are definitely some. They're just lesser known, and you have to search for them. I have found one. It's not It's not necessarily YA, um, but it's really good. Now I'm blanking on the name. I followed the lady on TikTok. I'm going to find it. It's on my um, Kindle. Let me grab it. I'm trying to reach into my bag to grab my Kindle out. But um, it's a really good book. So, again, there are definitely some. You have to search for them most of the time. And, um, it's called Hold Me Still. Let me see who it's by. I'm trying to remember her name. Um, but you're going to have to search for them. They might not be the easiest to find. And a lot of them, majority of the books like that are not, they're mostly historical fiction. I found. Why is it not working? I'm trying to figure out who the author is. Um, it's loading. It's very slow. But... I found this need, and so I was like, well, God gave me a gift of writing. I I love it. I know that, and I know that I should use my gifts in a way that honors God. So what if I start writing? And I had been writing probably two or three books before that weren't Christian. Um, I, like, well, they, I mean... Okay, given I don't believe I was truly Christian at the time I was writing them, but they weren't necessarily, like, going against Christianity or doing things that were against Christianity. Okay, maybe a couple things, but not, like, majorly. And, um, I think they... No, I don't even know if there was, actually. I don't exactly remember how it was, but, um, yeah, it was... My gosh, it keeps going away every time I go to look at it. Um, oh, Brittany Armitage? Is that her name? That's what it says. For um. Anyways, that's the book. Hold Me Still. Um, it's on Kindle Unlimited. It's a really good book so far. Um, anywho, that is besides the point. I was saying, um, they weren't necessarily the most Christian books, and... I I scrapped one of them completely, and the other one I reworked and made it into a Christian book. Now, that book was published for a little while, because um, I self-published, and I looked back and hated it and unpublished it, so you can no longer buy it. Luckily, only, like, only people I know have copies of it, so it's not a big deal. But then I wrote Marco Polo, which was, uh, is the book that is out now. I really like it. 
and it was originally published a while ago, back last December, actually. Um, but the cover wasn't great, and there were still a few mistakes in it that I hadn't caught, and, you know, I just wasn't extremely happy with it. So I took it off. I unpublished that one, too. And I just, I looked back through it, made a couple edits, literally just like grammar edits. It wasn't anything big. And I I had my cousin redo the cover. So shout out to Alex, because he's pretty, it was, it's a really good cover. Like, it's really good. Anyways, so I did that. So it's technically second edition. Nothing's really that changed. But it's a, re- I really, I'm a lot more proud of it now. Um, but I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about what the book is about. Also, um, <laughs> sorry, I just saw, got a text from my boyfriend. It was really cute and sweet. That's besides the point. And I just want to tell you guys a little bit about the book. You know, Christmas is coming up, so add it to your wish list or get it for a friend. I'm really just uh, gonna put that out there. I really like it and I feel like it could really my goal is whole goal with it is to influence people towards Christ whether they're already Christian or not my goal with this book is to it's to point people towards Christ if you're already Christian it's to encourage you in your walk with Christ encourage you to talk to other people who are who aren't Christian um and if you aren't Christian it's to show you the love of Jesus um the book deals with a girl, her name's Aaliyah, and she is not Christian at the beginning of the book. Um, but her her boyfriend, so might sound like a spoiler when I say this, but I promise you it's not. It's literally what happens before the book even starts. It's obvious, it's in the first couple of pages of the book, so not a spoiler. Her boyfriend passes away from a wakeboarding accident. And she's... Um, struggling a lot obviously as anyone would who loses their boyfriend I mean I can't even imagine I would be devastated I don't even know what I would do with myself if my boyfriend died um but she's you know she's obviously struggling and she's blaming herself for it because she feels like she should have been there and if she was there then this all none of this would have happened and that kind of thing and then she also feels that, because her boyfriend was Christian, and all of her friends are Christian, they're seeming to, you know, move on, which, don't get me wrong, they aren't completely moving on, they are still, they're all still struggling, but to her, it seems like it, and it's because they're comforted in the fact that they know um, that he went to heaven, and that he's with Jesus, and no longer suffering, and you know, that kind of a thing. And of course, they're, they're still struggling with it. They're struggling with the fact that he's gone. They loved him. They were, he was their best friend. They are all still struggling, but she doesn't see that. And she's kind of struggling with that a little bit. She ends up, she ends up seeing it. Her friends, they all talk about it, but you know, she still is like, why can't I move on? And all of her friends are like, like I said, comforted in the sense that they know where he is, that he's in heaven. And she's like, no, he's not. I don't believe in heaven. I don't believe in hell. I don't believe in any of that kind of stuff. So no, he's not. So stop telling me that he is. And 
her biggest thing about it isn't necessarily she's more mad at God. She she doesn't realize it, but she's mad at him because and she's wondering how can a so-called loving God because that's what everyone's saying that he is. How can a so-called loving God take away my best friend, my boyfriend, the man I wanted to spend the rest of my life with? The a guy who completely worshiped God, who loved God with all his heart, how could a loving God take that from the earth? And so she's struggling with this idea. Um, and then, like I said, she's struggling with the idea of how do I move on? Because there is a new boy in town and she kind of likes him, but she keeps pushing it away because she's like, that would be betraying him. That would just be betraying um, the the boyfriend's name was Cole. So it would be betraying Cole. And so she's struggling with that fact as well. Just if I move on, how does that look to Cole? Cole's, she does it. This is again where it gets tricky, where she's like, she's like, Cole will be seeing me with someone else. But then she's like, no, there's no life after death. He's gone. Like, he de- he's not watching me. and She's just struggling with this idea of what's really, what really happens after death. Where is Cole? Um, how do I get better? How do I cope? How do I grieve properly? And that kind of thing. And another thing that she feels like it would be betraying Cole is going to church. You know... All of her friends are trying to get her to come to church with them. And she's like, no, Cole kept trying to get me to go. And I said, no. And if I didn't go with him, how can I go with you guys? So she's all struggling with that fact. Um, and just all of these things about death, about life, about grief, moving on, finding someone new, all these things. And... I'm not going to lie, I really, really like how I ended the book. Um, I do. I think that it, it was a good ending that really fit the characters. So, I mean, you guys should definitely read all of it, check that out. Um, and I'm going to be doing a podcast on my, or a podcast episode on my other podcast that explains the things that I learned from the book. Because it's more of a writing focus, not necessarily a Christian focus. So I won't be doing it on here. But if you want to check that out, the other podcast is Talk Busy with Lizzie. Um, but that's besides the point. This, and I, I don't know when I'm going to be doing that. It'll be sometime soon. Um, but, you know, it's just, she's really struggling. And she, she ends up finding out that, like, seeing how her friends are struggling too. Uh, his best friend, Tommy is a huge help to her. Um, they work through it together. And then the new boy that comes to town that she's starting to like is is helping her in ways she can't even imagine. She doesn't even understand how much he's helping her until later in the book. But, you know, it's just her figuring out who God is, figuring out what to do with her life and that kind of thing. So... I mean, I really like the book. I'm biased, obviously, since I wrote the book. Um, oh, I wanted to... This is so off topic. But it would have been on topic had we been talking earlier. Or had I 
remembered to bring it up earlier. One of the books that I wrote, like in eighth grade, that I completely scratched, I brought back. I'm not like the whole book. I took ideas from that book and I'm remaking it. So that book, honestly, I feel like is going to be even better than this last one. It, I mean, given all your books as you move forward are going to get better and better, I feel like. And just this one, I feel like it has a, such a strong message. I mean, the other one, this Marco Polo, the one that I is published, it obviously has a strong message. But this next one, I just feel is really going to help, can really help people. And I hope that this one helps people because that's my goal is to bring them, is to help them in their walk with Christ, to bring them closer to God that kind of thing. I really, really want people to just see Christ, see the ways he works, because it is a realistic, it's realistic fiction. It's not fantasy. It is real. It's, it's, I mean, I didn't base it off anyone's life, but who knows? Someone could be going through that exact thing right now and read it and be like, whoa, and be totally change and find Christ I don't know that's my goal eventually like in the big picture my goal is for these books to point people to Christ so that they know their value in Christ and they know just how much God loves them and how transformative God is like how he can change you that kind of thing so that's the goal with the books And I, again, really think that this book can help people, and I hope that it does. Um, If you're interested in YA or contemporary or um, coming-of-age fiction, I highly recommend it. Again, really biased, but I do think it's really good. Um, Yeah, that's all I got for today's episode. I just... um, if I can change someone's life with it, I would love to. So yes, this is a bit of marketing for me, but also it is a Christian book that will point people towards Christ. So if I can get it to, if I can spread the word about it and have people who are going to benefit from it, read it, I feel like anyone could benefit from it. So I really hope as many people can read it so that they can be pointed towards Christ. Anyways, Again, that's all I have for this episode, so I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I will see you for next week's episode, and God bless.